0: what's up everybody and welcome to the monthly reset because we don't have time to do this Every week I'm Bobby Shortle
1: and I'm here with Justin Townsend But we have been doing it every it's week
0: It's a lie Justin, this is the second week in a row we've recorded two podcasts What?
1: <laughs> I like how we created the video game podcasts and have done Five episodes of other things since the last time we recorded the video game podcasts know, We're gonna have know, to work on that I know,
0: we're it's a disaster It's a disaster Um. So yeah, we're actually gonna talk about video games on the show and so we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it because we've been talking so much about things that are not video games over the last month. We need to talk about some video games, and we've actually played some video games. So how about that? How about that for synergy of messaging and actual content?
1: Um, hashtag content.
0: Hashtag content. Hashtag. I don't know what else. Um, it's almost ten o'clock, so my brain is beginning to turn into. A big pile of mush. Um, So, yeah, so we are going to talk about a few games this week, uh, this month, that that we've been playing. Um, Justin's going to talk a little bit bit about um, Sekiro and how we beat it and finished every nook and cranny of it. Um, We're going to talk about The Division 2, which we jumped into and um, I've been playing a lot. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Dreams, and Justin's playing a little bit of Days Gone as well. So we're going to talk about that stuff, and we'll dive into some little bit of Apex and stuff like that, um, but oddly, we've not been playing too much Battle Royale over the last few weeks.
1: I know. It's, it's weird.
0: Been, it's been really weird. Playing a game that doesn't drive us absolutely nuts every moment that we're playing it. Um,
1: so yeah, where do you want to start, Justin? Let's start with Sekiro. Okay. Uh, So... I did not beat Sekiro, sadly. And now that Bobby's brought all this up, I feel bad about this again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so you know how I am with these games. They frustrate me and Sekiro would probably take me somewhere north of like 50 hours to beat. And when the last time I played it, I was like I was enjoying it, but I realized like, oh wow, I'm not even really at the first main boss. I had just defeated my like my fifth mini bosser um and pretty much i was ready to go tackle the big boss Mm -hmm. and i looked at the release schedule and i said oh wow like we have days gone coming up which i had already pre-ordered and i have another game coming up which we'll talk about at the end of the show that we're looking forward to next month so we have two games um that i would feel feel were kind of longish games and i was like i don't want to rush through sekiro because i will get tilted and the game will become harder for me because I'm trying to plow through it as fast mm-hmm. as possible. And I will end up hating it. That's not the way I played Bloodborne. I like Bloodborne, I just took my time with and eventually came around to it, even though I re- regretted, not regretted, but I didn't look forward to playing it pretty much all the time. It was just like something that I had to do. I don't think that's going to be the case with Sekiro. Like, I'm really looking forward to diving into it. And I've decided I'm just going to make that my summer game. Uh, because I don't want to try and beat it quickly. I, I want to just go at it at my own pace and not worry about like falling behind on other big releases now that we're doing the show again. Uh, <laughs> and I think you felt a similar way about it, like it's just you're not in the right headspace for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, my thing was like, I mean, just in, in, a, in a personal sense, I've got a lot of responsibilities and a lot of stresses going on right now, and a game that is a rewarding yet difficult like trek up a hill it's just not what i was in the mood for i just did not want what felt like another insurmountable task <laughs> in my game time at the moment
1: yeah i mean we were getting enough of that playing apex yes uh at pretty much every night and that was like a source of joy and frustration but mm-hmm. a lot of what uh, those games are those Soulsborne games is a lot of frustration yeah with occasional joy. Mm-hmm. And I think just neither you or I for different reasons are, you know, down for that right now. So I put it on, I put it on hold and I'm sure that maybe the two of us will pick it up in the summer law. I definitely we'll, we'll plan on it. it.
0: And, I, and I think honestly too, I think that if it was like a souls or bloodborne game, I probably would have been an easier time for me to, to keep going with it. But I just feel like I hadn't yet cracked like how to play the game effectively and that was also the other thing I think that was stopping me was like, I just feel like I have to learn this and I just wasn't in the mood to learn something like that. Yeah, I think if I moment. was
1: deeper into it, I probably would have just plowed through it. Right. But because I was still, I hadn't, wasn't even at the first huge boss yeah. yet that I, I felt comfortable being like, I'm going to put this down and pick up something else for a while and come back to it. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing that I picked up, we'll just get into that. Uh, so I picked up Days Gone. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a game that Bobby and I have had differing opinions on. Well, opinions, as much as you could have them in a game that's not released yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought it looked kind of interesting. I thought it would be one of those games that perfectly suits me, um, where you know I kind of just zone out and ride around, complete missions, pick up collectibles, punch zombies in the head with <laughs> melee weapons. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's exactly that. Um, I'm about four or five hours into Dave's Gone. And it's a way longer game than I thought. I heard it somewhere around like 50 hours to beat. I was expecting somewhere in like the 30 range. Right. Uh, But so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, So the setup for Days Gone is zombie apocalypse happens. Okay. And you are somewhere in the Pacific Northwest near Oregon, I think. And um, your name is Deacon St. John. You are in a or were in a, I'll say like, you know, a biker gang. And you ride around on your motorcycle in this post-apocalyptic world and there are survivor camps and that you're, you know, you're, you're trying to not help out for being like a great guy, but you're just trying to, you're trying to find your wife. You lost track of your wife very early in the game and you don't know if she's alive or dead. And so every time you hit the pause menu uh, for every day that you play, I think it starts at like 735 days gone since you've seen her. Right now, I'm about like 740. Um, and so, the part of the game that's really neat is it's it feels like a standard open-world game just mixed in with zombies. Um, but it feels like they were trying to make an open-world game where you use a horse, like in Assassin's Creed. And they realized horses aren't going to fly in this world, so they gave you the next best thing, which is a motorcycle. And I think that's pretty cool because the motorcycle is upgradable. Um, but there's also management to it, which I think is kind of neat. Like... You have a limited amount of fuel. Like your resources in this game are far and few between. The combat's okay. It's passable. It's serviceable. It's nothing to write home about. Um, but the tech in the game is pretty cool. Like there can be there can be a lot of zombies on the screen at one time. There are hordes in the game, which they demoed at an earlier E3, and I haven't run into that stuff yet. But I've been being chased by about like ten to twelve zombies. And it's pretty much like you have no chance of fighting these people. It's, it's about running away. It's a stealth game more than anything else. Like Assassin's Creed says it's a stealth, a stealth game, but it's really not. You could just run in there and sword everybody to death. And this, it's like, no, like you can't get more than one or two of them on you at a time. You really need to like think about what you want to do and, and plan how you want to move through an area that's like heavily infested. And so like I'm enjoying just like, when I get the time and we're not playing the division or anything else that we're playing and I, I get to sit down with it. I enjoy just like sitting down, relaxing and like driving around the world, looking for like upgrade stations. It's as you said, the other night It is a game that is perfectly suited to me to not bother me. Uh, the way it does some other people.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah. it's, it's a, it's a Justin ass, Justin game. Mm-hmm. Um. And so far, like, I, I don't know if I'll see this, if I'll if I'll continue this level of enjoyment all the way through because it's a long game, uh, but for right now, like I'm really enjoying it. It's a really nice looking game too. Like Ben did a nice job with the graphics on this thing, mm. so it's cool.
0: That's cool. Awesome. Awesome. I I would love to argue with you or have thoughts about it, but I have not played a single moment of it, so I do not. Feel it is qualified. not. It,
1: it is not a Bobby-esque Bobby S. No, game. I can
0: tell that from anything I've seen of it. I'm like, nope. It's definitely not. Nope. <laughs>
1: Um
0: I mean the game that we've really been just like devouring over the last couple of weeks. When did we start playing it? Anyway, it's like 2 weeks ago. 2 weeks ago is The yeah. Division 2, which we just last night um hit the like level cap uh, on and and finished the main story in quotes of of The Division 2. If it had that's to
1: say if it has a story because I was going to ask you to recap the story for our listeners.
0: You are a division agent in New York in no no the at the beginning at the very beginning. Oh, you're, the very beginning. Okay. You're in New York or Brooklyn or something like that and this EMP comes and like takes out all the whole division network and then like the last thing you hear is like, "Oh, a distress call from Washington DC." So for some reason your person that you're with goes, you got to go down there. So you go down there and they're like, Oh good. You're here. The sheriff is here. You got to start making things better for us. And then you go around and you kill a lot of people who, I don't know. The people on the mission screens tell me are bad and I kill them. And then we take back the place, the how the, the buildings that they were in. And now there are buildings And when things are better, (laughs) the end, the end, (laughs) except once you finish that, they're like, Oh, now there's somebody else who came and took over everything again. So you got to do it again. And this one has a name, black tusk, which is, which is very intimidating.
1: Now for people who've been listening to talking games since this thing started, Bobby talking about this story In the back of your mind, you're like, "Well, it's obvious that Bobby hates this game (laughs) because it's like what like there's no story elements to it whatsoever. They didn't pay attention to the story whatsoever, so it must have been awful, and they must, especially Bobby, must absolutely dislike this game." (laughs) No, how do you feel about how do you feel about the division? I
0: freaking love this game. It's awesome. Um, I, but this this is like the like just completely. Like de-stress, mindless, just, you know, pull trigger, aim down sights, pull trigger, aim down sights, pull trigger over and over and over again game that I was kind of looking for at this point. I think that, look, I played like three hours on my own doing like random like side stuff because I was, I had actual time when my son was sleeping. But other than that, I could not imagine. I guarantee you if I had played this game on my own, like from beginning to end, I would have made it through five hours and been like, mm, "I'm good." <laughs> but playing with someone, it's fine because all that's like, I, I what I'll say about the game when I think is very smart is I think they, I think the lack of focus on the narrative is purposeful. I, I don't think they were like, "We're gonna make this very good narrative that everybody if they pay attention to is going to is going to love." I think they were like, "Look, we know people are gonna sit around and talk to their friends while they play this game." And so, just the narratives. It, there are events that happen, but what what those events are, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, every every single time we talk to somebody, they're just like, "Oh, this group is at this place. You gotta go get them." Like, that's basically every mission in the entire of the already of the division too, and that's fine because I had a good ass time going around shooting those guns, and messing with loadouts and figuring out you know, what special powers we wanted to go with. All that stuff was a lot of fun to me. We should say the division two, if you don't know is a loot shooter. It's, it's a mission based open world shooter, third person shooter where you're in a kind of destroyed or partially destroyed Washington, DC where like the government has fallen and it's been overrun by gangs and factions. And you're part of this group called the division, which is like this secret government organization that only gets activated when there's something really bad that happens Mm -hmm and you go out and you you know you do missions and you find new guns and new armor and new clothes and you're collecting this loot and you're trying to up your get get more better and better loot, better guns, better masks, better better gloves, better knee pads. <laughs> um and that's really it. And then you're buying stuff from vendors, you're selling stuff. It's it's that kind of game. It's a it's a destiny type of Um,
1: Military shooter
0: It's a military shooter Yeah 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 Which is probably the part That probably would have Stopped me from playing it On my own Because I've been like Okay this is a dude In a parka Shooting a gun They don't even wear parkas In this game Dude in a big ass Backpack (laughs) Shooting a gun
1: This guy was Backpacking Throughout the country (laughs) And then decided to Just come shoot at people In Washington D.C.
0: Yeah exactly Um, But yeah that's what the game is Justin what do you like About the game
1: Man It's funny because we chose the wrong one of these to play Mm -hmm. when we had the choice of do we play the Division or do we play Anthem? We were like, well, we wanted to see, we really wanted to see what Anthem was about because the Division was a kind of known quality because this is the second game or quantity. So um, we made the mistake of playing Anthem. Hmm. And that game tries to focus everything on the narrative, which gets in the way of the actual multiplayer stuff Um, aside from just being a train wreck. Yeah. So I had played the original division. I had taken it all the way to max level and I found it fun. Like, like a perfectly cromulent, like, ah, where where was it? Um, shared world shooter Mm -hmm. where I just sit there and I BS with my friends and I shoot at things and I have some cool abilities. And then when we got to level 30, it was like, okay, now we do the missions on hard and there wasn't a lot of end game there. And over the years, Ubisoft does what Ubisoft does, and uh, or did what Ubisoft does, and they made the game much better, and I just never really checked back in on it. They, I, I kept hearing that they were doing interesting things, and I will say that Division 2 probably is the best implementation of a shared role shooter I have played to date. I really enjoy Destiny 2, but Destiny and Bungie make the mistake of taking three steps forward and two and a half steps back, then four steps forward and two steps back. It feels like every time they try and move that series forward, there's always something. And there'll be times where Destiny is firing on all cylinders and it is the best it's ever been. And then the next game comes out and they like forget those things that they learned in the later parts of this, the, the previous game's life and don't incorporate it into the next game or they changed just enough about it to make it not as enjoyable here the division or Ubisoft learns and kept well and kept everything that that works about the way that the division the original divisions um, end of life went so every lesson that they learned every feedback that they got every ounce of feedback that they got they changed that game and made it much better and then we're just like okay Now, we're going to take all these things that we learned and then just throw an additional couple of layers on top of it. We're going to polish out the edges and we're going to release it into the wild. And it's good. Like, narrative aside, we're just going to leave that to the side. The mechanics of the Division 2 are really good. Um, The loot, all the guns feel good to fire. They sound great to fire you have to get past the point where you're playing a military shooter. And if you can do that, if you could be like, wow, it's really weird that this very large man is taking a thousand bullets to kill. If you can get past that, the division has a lot to offer you because where they succeeded was the division one, I think gave you the idea of being able to do builds where you could be like, well, I want to really focus my guy to have a lot of health and a lot of shields, but these abilities I don't really care about. But it feels like in this game, They've went down that road as well, where you can mix and match those things to raise the numbers higher and lower. But we just entered the end game, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, here is a whole new specialization for you to pick. Here are that comes with its own skill trees." So it's like their end game stuff appears to be very good, whereas the first games was not. Like we mm-hmm. entered a whole new world last night. Like we're still in the same point we're still in this, in Washington DC but they they call it world tiers so like we got way past world tier 0 which is the base game and now we're in world tier 1 where it's like a new faction has come in with new looking enemies with these like very metal gear esque looking robots yeah. and it goes all the way up to world tier 5 but like the things that they really succeeded on for me are the like there are world events now like we're in the first game like you'd be walking around the streets of New York which is familiar to me because we you know, we live we mm-hmm. live in New York, but you'd see like people like you know enemy groups, enemy AI just like hanging out, and very randomly there'd be like an event going on. But here it's like every forty feet we're like running into a control point yeah. or something else to like just be like instead of just running from place to place, it's like oh cool, Just like more experience on the way. Yeah, just and I um, got to a
0: point though where we were like trying to focus on finishing missions. And we'd be running from one place to another, and every 10 feet, it'd be like, enemy control point uh, in the vicinity, enemy radio broadcasts starting, friendly convoy under attack. It's like, just leave me alone, game. I want to go. I want to do the mission that I want to go do.
1: There's uh, (laughs) a lot of like loot caches hidden around the city, and it's a beautifully realized version of Washington, D.C. Like, it looks really nice. It's like it's cool to see like, you know, we by the Lincoln Memorial and like, just see like what happens when gangs like overtake mm-hmm. these places and with like graffiti everywhere. And I'll say that it's much more, um, diverse with not just like city streets. Like there are parks, there are, um, like interesting museums that you're running through. It's not just like office buildings, um, and, uh, just basically Manhattan streets in winter, like, We're getting caught in rainstorms. We're getting caught like rainstorms and thunder where you can't see the enemies in front of you. Uh, And the only way you can really see them is because they have a flashlight on their body. Um, Just really. I'm really impressed. Like I, I didn't expect to go into the division. Looking for anything more than just like, hey, this is going to be neat to play one of these games with Bobby finally, because we've never really been yeah. started one of these at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've come away being like, OK, like I'm thinking about the division while I'm at work.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Like
1: after we're done tonight, we'll, we'll finish recording at like 11 o'clock or something. And it's like, all right, do you want to go do a couple of missions? Yeah. We're like totally in.
0: And we have not done any of the post game stuff yet. So that'd be fun the last two nights we stepped like one thirty getting to this like end game thing. Um, I think that, um, uh, w- I agree with you totally. And I think that for me, like, I think you kind of you mentioned this, but like the highs of destiny are higher for me, right? Like the thing of destiny really does the stuff it does well. It's swinging for another level of sort of, um, ingenuity with what it's trying to put together. Um, but the division two um just from the base the just basically being able to easily tell you from level one to level 30 like this is the this is the map to get there right like there is it it functions much like a regular open world game except you're playing with somebody you know and you know you're getting levels and and you're you know you're 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 doing like all this gear stuff and you're, you know, doing some interesting co-op stuff, but you know, it, it it doesn't obfuscate the way you need to go to get to the the higher levels and to make your way through the game, right? And Destiny, even when it's telling you what you're supposed to do, is not always great. It always has to communicate information in like the a bungee ass way, right? Where it's gotta be like, it's in world and it's like and it's like, you know, it's a, this special discrete menu that is really, like, part of, like, the lore. And in, in this, it's just like, no, here's a list of shit you need to do to get get to where you go. Because when you're playing these games, sometimes like, that's all you want. It's just, give me a list. Stuff I have to do. Don't make it a secret. Just let me go. And Division 2 is very good about it. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I, I think that... Um, but I think it's also, we like, last night, we were, I think, was last night we were playing that Anomalous mission? Or was it the night before? I don't remember what night it was, but...
1: It was last night. Yeah.
0: um Sometimes you run into things in the game that are surprises. Like, we did a mission that we found that had a really weird thing that happened, but also the night before we did that mission where we kind of were looking for something else, we went down, like, a sewer grate, and we walked into a room, and this woman was like, oh, hey, there's this weird radio broadcast. If you can find it, like, that'd be great. And we did a mission, which, unlike most division missions, was like, which I thought we were going to do without doing any combat. And then, of course, like the last like ten percent is like, oh, oh, but now the bad guys are here. Um, but other than that, it was cool. Like it was like a, like much more of like a puzzly mystery type mission. And so it does have those mysterious things that it brings up every once in a while, which I definitely like.
1: Yeah, like it's just a. If, to me, it's it's as rock solid as I've played any of these games mm-hmm. like it is it is surprisingly good and yeah. I, I keep trying to like turn my friends on who were turned off by the Division 1 and like no like they really they really did some things with this game and like I'm excited to see where they go forward like there's an 8 man raid coming and I hope that they start incorporating some of the things that they had at the end uh, game life of uh, the Division 1 like they had this really weird survival mode that mm-hmm. they, they, they brought out where it was like you know, it's almost like a battle royale in a way where, like, there's, like, 20 people on the map, and you're in a blizzard. You have – your body heat has to stay up, so, like, you keep having to find these these trash, bar- uh, trash barrels with fire in them, and then you have to, like, find weapons and, like, survive to be the last one. Mm. Like, that's a really cool thing, and like, the, the way they're doing weather in Washington, like, I hope, like – they're like, oh, cool! Now for our first big DLC, we're introducing like we were in spring and now or summer, and now it's you know it's winter right. and like the everything's covered in snow. Like we mm-hmm. played a lot of that in the Division One because it was in the, it was during winter in the city. But like I'd like to see them bring that back and see what they could do with it now. Like, yeah, I'm I'm way into this thing.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. I'm I'm I love it. I I I I I super super love it.
1: And, and I been- honestly every every ounce of playing this game i was like all right well maybe this is the night that bobby is just like i'm good like especially the first couple nights i was like shocked you liked it as much as you did because like (laughs) i said we had never played a destiny together yeah um and so last night we beat the game and then when the world tier flipped over and it was like all the missions were like you know locked again and stuff i'm Mm -hmm. like oh man maybe this is it and you were like i can't wait to get back in there and and shoot those guys (laughs) so it made me happy
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I wanna, I especially wanna be ready for, I wanna get ready for that raid because I think we actually have eight people, considering the Discord, like the monthly reset community we've got going on, we have enough people to actually do it. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, it would be fun to do one of those things, not with a bunch of people who already know every single nook and cranny of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say, oh, the power leveling in this game is ridiculous. Oh
0: yeah, if you're playing with people who are over your level, it's nuts.
1: So Bobby and I jumped in with Andy when we were level, I'll say like 10. I don't think we were level
0: 10. I think we were level like seven.
1: Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe it was like seven. Andy was max level. Yeah. um, And in world tier like four or five. And we were getting like 750 experience for every kill. Yeah. So we leveled up in about like an hour, I don't know, two and a half times. Yeah. Yeah, and if we like, we actually had to tell Andy like, okay, no, no hard feelings or anything, but we need to do this on our own because yeah. I feel like we should see some of the game because if we stay with you, we're gonna be level thirty by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it was just also it was just like a race to actually shoot our guns. Yeah. Because uh, when Andy's buddy Steve came in, like they were obliterating things just by looking at them, and mm-hmm. I was like, but, but but I want to shoot my gun. So I was like running ahead of them just to, in the hopes of being able to shoot something.
0: Yeah. Cause the, the leveling, I think one of the things I'll say about the game is that it does a really good job of smoothing out and streamlining a bunch of stuff that these games often get wrong. And one of them is like, um, you know, the game understands, right. That sometimes you're going to play at a different pace than your friends are going to play. But it doesn't mean, but they don't make it so you cannot play with your friends if they're a higher level than you, right? It doesn't make it so, oh, this mission is going to be impossible for you because your friends are at this level and you're at this level. If, if, if we, dove- we jump in with Andy, who is there, he, there he's past level 30, is max level, it boosts up to like level 29 or whatever it is to get us, and, and, but it and it, it adjusts the enemy difficulty so for us it was like normal right it was like okay it just like feels like we're fighting the enemies we've always been fighting but for Andy and his buddy Steve who had been fighting enemies who were like you know super endgame enemies it didn't up the enemies to that level so they were just like tearing through these level 29 guys like they were nothing um so we do, but we did have to call Indian
1: in to help us Beat one of the strongholds Which is We only had We only had to do that Because I think it was like, It was after 12 It was I think we would have gotten it Um We did it like six times And I was I was like Oh god Yeah I could feel I could feel your frustration mounting <laughs> Cause it's just They make you redo so much of it When you die And I was yeah. just like Oh we can't We can't do this again Yeah And so we had to actually We called in for help And then we beat it in like Three minutes Yeah
0: that We definitely did Um yeah, but like you said, I'm loving it. I'm I'm looking forward to, to us keeping going with it. Other than the division, too, um, I've mostly been playing dreams. And uh, Megs on our Discord asked us about that, um, and I'm going to read that question now. I had it up, and then I had, okay, Meg says, "Are you guys interested in dreams? And what would you guys create? Um, you've been given godlike creative powers, so you can't say." You suck at making stuff.
1: Um, I really suck at making stuff, so thanks, <laughs> Megs.
0: So uh, I have been playing Dreams. Um, I'm f- super interested in it. I've actually been playing through the tutorials on how to create stuff, and they're very in depth and very long, um, which is great because it's a, it honestly is a very complicated and powerful creation system. And so I'm just learning like the logic and how those things work and. I'm super interested in creating stuff my one of the tips that the media could people give people who are playing and creating stuff is if you've never made anything before if you don't know what you're doing don't set yourself up for failure don't say I'm gonna make a full game my first time out it's this, this and this start with something small start with something that's manageable something, something you can finish and work from there so um I'm gonna try to put together some like basic easy like logic thing that has like if you step on this colors pop up so like I can hand it to like my nephew and my son and see if they can move the stick around and make the colors pop up and it'll make them happy you know so I'm gonna start with that and then I have ideas for other stuff I want to make but I want to see what what I can do with it how, how it works and what I, how I can dig into it
1: I've looked at dreams and thought about adding it to cart no less than 10 times um, and <laughs> I think what Media Molecule does is amazing. Like I, I played a lot of the original and the sequel to Little Big Planet, never really played three. Um and I loved playing through other people's stuff. Uh but I am ass when it becomes when it comes to creation. Uh sorry, Megs, I really am. <laughs> um but I've watched some streams with dreams and it is incredible what people are making. Um Giant Palm ran this stream the other day where they uh they had Two of the people from Media Mole- Molecule on and there were some of the, the people from Media Molecule were like surfacing some of like the really good stuff that people have made. And I was just looking at it being like, How on earth are they doing this on a PlayStation 4? Like, it is incredible what I mean, entire games, but not just not just the way that like little big planet would let you make your own games like these are like one of them was like curiosity this this guy made and it's like you're on an alien planet and you are a robot and the like the game looks like i don't want to say like an actual like an actual developer made it like Mm -hmm. he's got this color tone and like the 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 stars and the planets nearby and it's like you're just like this this robot that is just walking and i think that's just like the the point of the thing is like you just walk Mm -hmm. there's nothing else to do but just like explore but like the same game is also letting people make like this these games where you run around as a chicken yeah. or these weird fighting games or like recreations of the the fight scene between Bucky, uh, Steve and Tony in Civil War. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand it. Like I don't understand how it works. It's like a cell phone, it's just like magic. <laughs> you know because at a certain point you look at technology and you're like well this is just magic i don't yeah. understand how any of this works and like that's the way i look at the, these creations it's it's breathtaking in a way L- the amount of i guess freedom that the game allows you but also just the creativity and understanding of how these things work like some guy made his own rpg quests like mm-hmm. a skyrim where you have to run around and beat a dragon and there's like there's, I don't remember. Was there dialogue options in that one? Yeah, there was. Yeah. It was just, just like, what? Yeah. Basically, what I would probably make is like, I'll say I wouldn't try and make Mario 1-1. <laughs> maybe I would try and make um, Super Mario Brothers World 1. Super okay. Mario Brothers 2 World 1. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. The first level of 2. Oh, wow. Or maybe like the Green Hill Zone. Why not, right? I mean, Why not? The, the stuff that they're doing in there is wild. You got to go, so, go fast. Got to go fast. I guess we could talk about that. too later. Talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I probably will end up getting dreams eventually and not creating anything, but just enjoying and seeing what other people make. And plus I find their entire aesthetic visually pleasing. Yeah, definitely. Their menu systems are just like, they're really nice and they're yeah. very in depth. like, So if you find something from a creator you like, you can easily follow that creator. But like the creator, say you're playing something and like the creator can take things from other people's levels or like their creations and then they get put in the credits. So it's like if you see something and you're like, wow, that's a really nice tree and some other person made that tree or you just want to take that for yourself, you can. Yeah. And use it and then like the original creator will be credited in your works. So you can follow not only creators, but like, you can see like how often this tree was used in other people's creations and how they edited it themselves and made it like, you know, a slim tree or a thick tree or like you know just using a tree as an example. Yeah, um, it's it's freaking cool, man. And it's like and it's on hardware that is on its dying breath.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's well that's one of the best things about it, especially if you want to make stuff and you're not super experienced. Is it is almost like like a like a developer's store like that you can pick from as far as like yeah maybe you suck at making music but like all people made music and they, and they, some people just just want to make music they don't want to they don't want to make levels they just want to make music for levels and you can go in and search for music and search for types of music pick out a piece of music and put that into your scene you know maybe you really really like animating characters but you don't like making you know like landscapes there are just landscapes you can pop in there and i think this is what they're calling like creators like early access so it's really made for people who just want to make stuff and because they want to build up a library of stuff to be there so when they launch like for real with everything there's a ton of stuff there um and early the stuff people are making like you said is is just flabbergasting like there is a like there is like this puzzle game that I played where you're like this little robot and you have to like move around and like step on switches and boxes pop out and you have to move the boxes to other places and you know figure out how you can get this box on this switch and step on this switch to open a gate and you know and and get these collectibles and you know it's like a it's a game and then there's these first person shooter like Blade Runner prototypes where it looks like it's really moody like neo-noir you know, like look to and it's raining and it, and it doesn't look anything like that other game. And, and that's stuff that really is kind of crazy and, and, and blows me away. So uh, I'm looking was, forward um, to learning and, 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 building something eventually. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I, I think dreams is going to be something that we're talking about years from now. Hopefully, hopefully. I, yeah. I, I think that's their hope for sure. Um, for like this thing is going to have, it's going to have a life cycle. I mean, where the PlayStation four is coming to an end in the next year or so. And, I can picture this thing completely just moving right over to the next set of consoles mm-hmm. the next like the PS5 or whatever and yeah. doing really well over there because it's got more hardware behind it it could, it could probably do stuff in it like it's are they selling it in stores or is this digital only I mean right now it's digital only I don't know when they put out put it out fully because
0: maybe Molecule said they're going to have like a you know more of like a campaign in it, like a set of levels that you can play through and stuff. I don't know if it's gonna release in stores or not. I guess we'll see. I don't think they have yeah. said for sure.
1: It's super cool.
0: Um so before we move into our next game or, or topic, Justin, you might we take a little break? I need to go to the little boys' room. Sure, man. <laughs> All right. Uh keep recording. I'll just I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: oh.
1: I'm back. You are? I am. All
0: right. What else? What, what do we all have to talk about games-wise? Anything? Apex. Apex. Okay. Here we go. All right. We're back. And we're hot dropping, baby. Right into oh Apex Legends talk. That was rough. Civvies wear clips. This is called a magazine.
1: Okay. Well, now that I have to save us. <laughs> uh, so, we haven't been playing a lot of Apex lately. Um, mm-hmm. We were until the division. We That's were true. playing probably more of that than anything else. Yes. 100%. Um, and we were getting pretty damn good at the game. We were winning a lot. We are. We ruined it us. too.
0: Because we're going to come back and we're, we're going to be terrible.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, we had won like I don't know, ten times in season one of the battle pass, at least. At least, I don't More, think it was like probably. twelve
0: to fourteen times.
1: Yeah, yeah. We had actually gotten pretty good at Apex Legends. We for had gotten us. pretty
0: good. We were you, mean, we were winning like once a night usually.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we, I mean we looked at some people on Reddit, and it's like I have five hundred wins in season one, and it's like, <laughs> all right, know, well, I don't understand. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, I'm just happy we
0: weren't blowing every single time we got to the last time. two squad.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, we were doing the, the problem was we were we probably could have been winning two or three times a night, but we were blowing at least one yes. of those games every true. night. True. Um, I still still loving still loving Apex um, yeah. that games in a bit of a, of a rough spot right now. It, it needs I think it not not a shot in the arm so much, um, especially because the developers have pretty much come forward and were like, we're anti crunch. That's why you're not getting yeah updates like crazy
0: there are a lot of shitty news reports than the time we recorded and this time yeah. but a lot of developers doing a lot of shitty things to the people who work for them um, and one of them was epic in Fortnite, which is the game obviously everyone always compares it to because Fortnite's like hey it's tuesday we got a new gun it's thursday we've got a new tilted towers is gone like you know it's just like like everything changes so fast and apex is going much slower in comparison
1: uh, but yeah, I mean, we're still really enjoying it. They yeah. said that we'll see more, um, uh, like a more robust battle pass, uh, the second battle pass, and we'll learn more about that around E3. Um, there'll be another legends. Then they, I like how they hinted, like, oh, you didn't accept them expect the map to stay the same forever, did you? So I'm excited to see what they do with that stuff. Like when we're whenever we're finished with the division, I expect to go right back to Apex and, and keep on playing it. Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: I I think the map changes will be something that'll be very cool. Um, I also hope that you know, when you play a game as much as we played apex legends, and even as much as we played something like call of duty, right. Blackout when we were playing it a lot, you notice the things that change and you notice the things that don't change, I think very acutely. Um, and you know, what kind of like the general, the general accepted idea of what guns you should be using, what guns are the best, what guns, you know, beat this gun, what hero is great right now, what hero is not. Um, and, and when when people talk about the meta of a game, that's sort of what they're talking about, right? Like the 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 strategy or or that that players employ that is successful at the moment, right? That's what it really it really is. And I think that one of the issues with Apex, which they have tried to fix by changing up some of the characters and changing hit you know hit boxes and changing the way health works on some of the bigger characters. Um, the meta has stayed largely the same since the game launched, you know, the, the guns that were the guns that were good are still the guns that are good. And the guns that were bad have never really gotten a boost to, to make them as viable. Uh, it, they did nerf the, the wingman. The wingman is the only thing they nerfed. Yeah. The wingman is, is the yeah, one they've... gun that they, that they, That they kind of nerfed. But other than that, the guns that people love to use are sort of the guns that have stayed the guns people love to use.
1: And wouldn't you know it, we got way better at the game when we were like, what's the meta for this game Mm -hmm. right now? And then we were like, oh, this gun that we think is trash actually fully equipped (laughs) melts everything in sight. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, once we started seeking that gun out, it was like, oh, look at this. We're winning a lot. Yeah.
0: That gun was like, that gun was some sort of like key that unlocked a lot of the game uh, I think for both of us but I think especially for me like I, when I have that gun I just feel much more confident about what's going to happen when I get into encounters that's the R301 Carbine is, is that gun yep. that we're talking about which
1: led to us now trying uh, like other types of guns like that R99 SMG yeah like fully kitted out that thing also rips
0: yeah and so that was but, it, 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 but that's one thing I think that if they change that kind of stuff up and along with giving you a battle pass that is you know, either has better cost they have to up their cosmetics game if they're gonna be playing in the cosmetics game arena. They need to up up their game on that and just in general. Oh yeah, um, skins for the characters, um, definitely. Um, better battle pass in that matter. Better battle pass and just like, hey, give me like stuff to do. Like, give me like, I, like, hey, go like land at even if it's like you know land at Skull Town and you know do this th- that and this. Like, yeah, sometimes you're gonna have matches where people are gonna try to do that stuff over you know, like just try to kill people, but like, it's fun. You know, it could be fun to have stuff to do like that in a game that sort of, I think needs a little bit of a, a boost here and there.
1: And I think that we'll probably see, um, you know, it's hard because when they released the game, they were probably way deep in and working on that battle pass. Definitely. So this will be the first battle pass we see where it's a reaction to the game's success right out of the gate. Mm hmm. And we'll be able to see like what kind of changes they make, or you know what what they add to the battle pass this time around, because all that stuff was probably locked in hard when the game r- was released. Like yeah. well, you can't make changes to the battle pass because we need to start working on the second one right now.
0: Um, excuse me, sorry. Um, I think that too. Like they tried to, um, you know, help out there. So in Apex, there are obviously there like it's a hero based system, and like all the characters have the same health and the same movement speed, but There are characters that are just physically bigger than other characters. And those characters' hitboxes are bigger than other characters. They just are because they're bigger characters. And they were just... The stats they had on, like... Like, heroes like Gibraltar and Caustic. um, And even Pathfinder. uh, Who the robot character were very low on like people using them and winning with them. And they were they're trying to fix it. They tried to do, like a health boost on them. So like they took like 10% less damage when they got shot. And like, I, I would like to see the numbers on those, the viability, but there was like some bug where, yeah, they gave them 10% health boost, but instead of like chewing through their armor and their health, it would chew through one of them and put them into a down state. So like, you know, there was just issues with, with how they were d- dealing with it. Um, so we'll we'll have to see how the game progresses. I, like I like like I said, for me like that stuff is important, but more important is just, like I just like playing the game. So yeah. I, in the end, like yeah, it'd be nice if the battle pass was good, but like as long as I'm having fun playing the game, I don't really care. Like we played how many hours of PUBG and there was like no reward <laughs> for playing a lot, it.
1: <laughs> a lot of hours of PUBG.
0: <laughs> so I I, I I totally am fine with it. Um, I'd like to go check out Blackout. They did some big changes to the map and stuff like that. Um, we haven't checked out that game in a long time. So I'd like to check that out at some point, but I'm just like, it's going to feel so different to go back into that it game way different. Um, so yeah, those are the games we've been playing.
1: Um, Justin, what are we looking at for next month that you're excited about? Uh, for me next month, let's take a look here. Um, well, there's a game that I'm really interested in and there's a game. My son is going to be really interested in. Okay. So I'll be getting two of these probably. Good to know. So, Good I, to know. uh, I'm hoping to be done with Days Gone so that way I could jump right into Rage Two. Uh, I never played the first Rage, but everything I've seen about Rage Two looks like it's going to be pretty awesome looking. Mm-hmm. Another one of those open world shoot things game. Um, I, I, I just I, I like when games use color and the original yeah. rage was very devoid of it and like yeah where it looks like we're still in the desert but man there is a lot of pink and purple on this game it looks like there is uh, what and i like about
0: th- too is it like the, the guns look like
1: doom guns so that's yeah. a
0: part of me that i'm like hmm, maybe i'll give the game a shot
1: <laughs> yeah uh and then team sonic racing jorah is gonna be like way into so i'm oh, gonna nice. have to pick that up and play that
0: that other one was good the last one was good
1: was it oh, The I mean,
0: transformed Right, the that was I mean, that came 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 out a while ago. That came out like Wii U like time, but um Sonic team Sonic and fr- something transformed, racing transformed. It was good. It was fun. It's a good kart racer.
1: What's the what's the kart racer that Vinny plays all the time? That one, Sonic is, transformed. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, Jora is going to love that. I have he to know, is he to aware
0: stop. of it? Is he aware that it exists? Yeah,
1: no, he's he's aware it exists. Uh, okay. The I mean, I can't get him to stop playing Pokemon right now. Okay. He's so what's, what would you only, rather
0: play, Pokemon or Sonic Team Racing?
1: I'm going to buy Sonic Team Racing to try and hopefully convince him to stop playing Pokemon. <laughs> he has, I kid you not, this kid, he has our Switch. And then my parents, I thought my parents were like, should we get a Switch? This was months m- months and months ago. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't buy a Switch. Just buy a dock, put the dock at your house. And then when Jorah comes over to spend time with Grammy and Poppy after school or whatever, he can just bring a Switch with them. And my right, dad's yeah, like, oh, no. I'm just gonna buy a switch. <laughs> so both switches are at my house, and he has <laughs> copies of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. <laughs> and he is trading Pokemon back and forth between the two systems <laughs> nonstop. And he's like, Oh, I, well, I beat Eevee on Poppy's system. I should beat Eevee on ours now. So we have all those Pokemon on our console too. It's like I on he, he must have I look at his hour count on the Pokemon game, it was like over like hundred and ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to and I don't it's got to be the same for the Evie one yeah so he is so in and then Detective Pikachu comes out yeah this week and he is going to go out of his mind in that movie <laughs> theater and even Angela is like I need to go to the movie with you so I can see how excited he is
0: <laughs> yeah well uh, I was over your house not that long ago uh, yeah. I brought Desmond with me and there was some Pokemon stuffed animals out and then there was like a big Pokemon like encyclopedia on the on the table and Desmond is <laughs> a year and a half old. And he like, you know, he picks up books and he's like, just like book. And he wants you to like read to him. And Joro's like, that book is very complicated. You're not going to be able to read the entire thing to him. <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> that's my son. My son like, basically waking, waking up and like, how do you get out? Al- I, well, I forget. It was like, is it Alakazam? Which is just like, I don't even know if that's a real Pokemon name, but that's the way he said it to me. He's like, how do we get the, the original version to uh, Evolve into him and it's like It's 7 o'clock on Saturday go Away <laughs> ask, ask Alexa <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: Or ask Google um, Home
1: But yeah like he I mean he still loves Sonic And so mm. when he sees that he'll Be like super into it but uh, honestly Like really yeah nothing's really grabbing Him like I, I got him Yoshi's um, Crafted world And he likes it and stuff but like He's just so into a Pokemon phase right Mm, now.
0: That's never.
1: That's you got a lot of years of that. Kids don't get out of
0: that very quickly.
1: I know. So it looks like I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be having to really learn how to play Pokemon, which I've managed to go through 35 years of my life without doing.
0: I mean, he must know, right? That that new one's coming out, right? The big one. Oh yeah, he's
1: like now he's like way into it. he will (laughs) end up like I told him like, which one do you want, sword or shield? And he was like sword. But knowing him, my dad was like, I'm gonna get you shield on the side. Just don't tell your dad. (laughs) (laughs) dad stop it that's really funny Um, just wait just wait
0: oh I know I know I know Um, yeah I mean this is kind of a a slow month as far as big huge releases go yeah
1: I mean really like even if you go to I mean we read off the game informer list and there's like 20 games where normally these, these lists are like 40 games long yeah you know, are you into uh, re-releases of Assassin's Creed 3 or Resident Evil?
0: No, no, I mean, I love, no, because I already bought the re-releases of Resident Evil. Um, Saints Row 3 on the Switch, I believe, is coming out this
1: month. Oh, Life is Strange uh, Episode 3. Yes, you know, which comes out.
0: I have not played any of Season 2 yet. I'm kind of saving it up uh, to play all through it at once. Yeah, me too. Because it's been very staggered. I mean, it's coming out like once every like... Every three, four months. Three or four months, which is nuts. So I, I just want to wait and make sure everything is going to be out and then play through it. I've heard it's great, though. It's great, though. For everyone who's, said, who's played yeah. it, I said it's it's great. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, there are some game, little games that, that have come out already that I'm looking forward to trying. I really... I don't know if I'll get to it, but I want to try Risk of Rain too Because everything I've seen of it seems like cool and interesting and like... Seems like a fun game to play with people, but it's only on PC right now, so I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Um I wanna play Steam World Quest. Quest, yeah. Yeah, it seems fun and light and like something I could have on my Switch and get some time in, put it on suspend it and go back to it. You know, in between telling my son not to try to kill himself by climbing on big things that will hurt him if he falls off of them. Um so there's that. And uh, there was something else I wanted to try, which now it's just like escaping my head, and I can't remember. Oh, Forager! I really, really want to play Forager.
1: That game looks rad.
0: um, Which is like this, like Minecraft meets like dungeon crawling action game meets like Sim City thing that just looks very interesting and fun and cool and. I think I'm. It's on PC right now, and I've thought about buying it a few times, but I think I might wait till the Switch version comes out. It's supposed to be like in the next month or two. Seems like a really perfect Switch game, so I want to try that. So those are games that are out that I'm. I've been kind of circling around that I haven't pulled the trigger on yet. But nothing. No, I mean I. I really wish that there was an easy way to rent a game fast, like all games, because like Redbox has like. It's like we were just got lucky that time we rented Fallout 76 because it's like still one of the newest games they have to rent <laughs> in the red box at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. So I would like love to get a chance to just pick up Rage and play it for a couple of hours when it comes out. But who knows if that's going to be possible. So because um, there's something the there's team's cool. I just every once in a while we talk about this every once in a while like, a game like that grabs me. I just don't know if this is going to be that game or it's going to be those games where I play for five hours and then I'm like, OK, I'm good. And I don't. I just don't have the, the budget to spend sixty dollars on something like that right now.
1: Well, you take my copy because. The way things are trekking for us right now, I'll still be in the middle of days gone when Rage comes out. <laughs> That's true. Wait, when does Rage come out? Rage comes out? A week from now. Yeah. 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 As long <laughs> as Target doesn't keep my copy for a month, <laughs> as Target's known to do sometimes. Is this
0: another one you did like a deal on? The yeah. buy to get one free? Yeah,
1: back in like when September or Oh wow. October, whenever it was, like I was just I went all the like this was the last one that I did for one of those deals. Cool. Way back in the fall. Um so yeah, when you just take that and you played first.
0: Yeah, there's there's also like I didn't play Mortal Kombat 11 last month, um, even though I want to. Um, though I just I realized that I don't think I ever finished the story mode in in X, um, and it's on Game Pass, so I've been like, oh, maybe I'll just play through that. First. Game Pass is
1: ridiculous yeah, right now. It like, is the the games that they're adding to it. Like if, what did they just add? They added uh, what's that game that everyone likes? They just added um, Wargroove, which is that like, was this, it. We like strategy,
0: advanced war strategy game, which I've been wanting to try, so it's awesome that I can just, I, I downloaded it, it's awesome that I can just play it now. Um, yeah, they just added that, they added Wolfenstein 2 and the new Colossus onto there, um, they've already got the original Wolfenstein game on, on there, um, the first one of, this, of, that, of those two, um, they had something else too this month, I don't remember I'm what I'm trying it was.
1: to look it up. Uh,
0: but they recently added Minecraft they recently added rise of the uh, shadow of the Tomb Raider surviving Mars
1: 4. Tacoma Black Desert the surge oh, Black Desert, Batman that's... yeah um, yeah I it's mean a good deal yeah Game Pass is really the best deal in in, in gaming by far so
0: yeah, it's pretty awesome and, and there's a lot of great stuff on there and yeah um, I know Justin is thinking about trying to get his son into playing Minecraft, right?
1: Yeah. That was something I was thinking about. Um, because it'd be nice to be able to play something with him. Yeah. And he loves building and like with his Legos and stuff. So I was like, Oh, maybe he's at the age where he could play Minecraft. And it's funny, like, you know, I've, heard of minecraft eight billion times since i've been playing video games but never really investigated exactly what it was okay that's right that text message you sent me and andy like, <laughs> like, what is minecraft like <laughs> i know it's a builder but is there like i was wondering like is there quests for him to go on mm-hmm. or is it just like a you know an open just build whatever you want or is there like any type of structure to it like i'd never played minecraft before yeah. so i didn't know
0: the answer is is both you can do both yeah, yeah.
1: uh so I'm going to buy it for him and put it on the switch. And I mean, I was waiting because I didn't, just didn't want to drop, you know, for him to put it on the switch and then for me to, if I eventually buy it on like PS4 or whatever, but it's on game pass. So the beautiful thing is I can get him to try it there first, see if he likes it. And then we could play together through some very convoluted means. Cause I looked up how to do it, but there is a way for like, you know, switch a switch and an Xbox user to play Minecraft together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I thought that was pretty neat.
0: Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely neat. Um, yeah, so that's what we're looking for that's coming up. Um, there was some big news that broke this month. Um, we're not going to get super into it because it's now old and there's not a ton of details, but PlayStation, in the most like odd way possible, announced the PS5 or whatever it's going to be called and said it's going to be have a real fast hard drive and be backwards compatible with everything on PS4, including PSVR.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much hinted at the fact that a new... You know they're sticking with vr it's not something that they're leaving yeah. behind and so to me that screams a revision of the psvr coming out which i'm interested in yeah um the thing i mean it sounds super powerful we like you know we're not huge nerds that can get mm-hmm. into the specs of this thing but when they tell me that they loaded up spider-man and it took 15 seconds to fast travel from one part of the map to the other And on this, you know, what they're targeting to be, let's just call it the PlayStation 5. It took eight tenths of a second to do the same, like the same travel, like load. To me, you could leave the, like, you know, of course we want to see better graphics, but you could leave the graphical structure the way it is right now on the PS4. They're still pumping out beautiful graphics, but it's the load times that are like unbearable. Um, you know, I'm playing. What was I playing? It wasn't Sekiro. You know, Metro was a game that I played a couple weeks ago. And the load times in that game were like ridiculous, like it completely took me out of wanting to play it because sometimes it would take so long to load to load into the game, and then if you died or whatever, yeah. So if they could if it could speed up load times, that's that's a selling point for me already.
0: I mean, it seems like they really were talking about then this thing, this this SSD they had in the machine, and how that would fix a lot of stuff like right off the bat. And you know, the thing that everyone is wondering now is how much it's going to cost because the stuff they're talking about. To have a, a SSD that is big enough to hold uh, enough modern games that's that type of SSD, which is not, like, your standard type of, like, laptop drive, um, is already very pricey. And, you know, the stuff they're talking about as far as power goes is also seeming to be very pricey, and it seems kind of like they, obviously, they weren't going to talk about what the price was. So, people are questioning, like, I, I think if people are worried that this is going to be a repeat of PS3, like... Eh, it's $600 F and deal with it like it's 699 deal with it like type of Sony and and um, I hope that's not true but that's what people are worried about
1: I guess we'll have to wait and see yeah but, yeah I mean they're talking about ray tracing on this console which is like okay but PCs are barely are barely doing ray tracing yeah. right so and this thing's been in the works for a while so how forward thinking were you guys yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna know for a while they've already said that it, you know don't expect to hear news about this thing again you know, anytime recently, they're not going to be 83. Yeah. Um, Trier, yeah.
0: Jason Schreier, Taku says next year. That's what he says. Yeah. Fall of next I, I,
1: year. that makes perfect sense. Cause the consoles yeah. will be six years old. then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny. Cause it's not, it's obviously like not a short time between consoles, but I think two, th- two factors like the mid step stuff. And also the fact that the last generation lasted almost 10 years was like, has made this generation i think feel shorter
1: yeah i mean what was it the original xbox's life was like from xbox to xbox 360 was what
0: it was like three years (laughs) three years or whatever and like you know the
1: previous the the way that we used to go was like five years yeah yeah five years yeah but but ps3 and xbox 360 was like those guys
0: yeah it was like eight nine years or something like that so it's 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 that's the only part that's i think a little bit rough about it but yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see what that is. What, I mean, I think we're going to hear a lot about whatever the next Xbox is at E3. So, uh, yeah, throw those cards sure. on the table right away.
1: I mean, we don't have to think. They've pretty much come out and said it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and of course, the biggest news, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog masterpiece of a trailer that hit. Um, I've only got one question for you, Justin. Why, Why he got human teeth?
1: That's your one question? That's my one question. Why he got human teeth? Oh, man. I don't know. Well, that might not be a problem much longer, because they apparently are going to redesign this thing, because the backlash on Twitter was so out of control.
0: This monstrosity they created, they, uh, they called Sonic the Hedgehog?
1: Why was he... Why was he... Why'd they use that song in the trailer? Oh, the Gangster's Paradise. I don't know. Why'd they use Gangster's Paradise? I don't know. Like... Of the billions of songs you could choose yeah. for a, what we assume is a kid-focused movie.
0: Yeah. Freaking the only thing I can think of is. of is that it was like, it's a 90s thing. That's a 90s time, song. That's yeah, the only okay. thing I can think of that, that, the connection. Um, But, Oof. man. Man. When, it's like the exact opposite reaction I had when the Detective like, Pikachu trailer came out. Because I don't get, I have never cared about Pokemon at all. And I saw that trailer, and I was like, alright, like, this is weird, but, like, weird in a really great
1: looking way. Yeah, and this, I I'm agree. like,
0: this is weird. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle this it.
1: Is, this is upsetting looking. I will say that it looks like Jim Carrey is having a lot of fun, and I, I like when Jim Carrey is having yeah. fun. But, yeah, he looks like he's... yeah. The, he the like, trailer he is like a, a very crazy portion
0: of what it shows, because that scene where Jim Carrey is, like, sassin, that, like, army dude is very long it's like
1: yeah it's like like a what
0: 30 second scene or
1: (laughs) in like a two minute trailer it's a a lot it's a weird trailer yeah i will say i saw somebody say like the most brilliant thing they could have done is if they were like no one's gonna care about sonic with p with detective pikachu coming out so let's create a really really hideous looking version of sonic release (laughs) it And then when the backlash hits, we get people talking about the movie. Then when the backlash hits, be like, okay, we're going to work on it, which we've already done all that work anyway. (laughs) So like they get like the twofold hit all around Detective Pikachu (laughs) about this movie. And I was like, well, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably not what happened. They probably just released this really hideous version of Sonic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ben Schwartz is doing The Voice, who is Jean-Ralphio on Parks and Recreation. And I love him. He's a very funny guy. But, like, I don't know, man. It looked bad. It looks bad. And I don't... Here, Here's the difference, too. Detective Pikachu, to speak actually about possible, like, real issues of the movie and that's just, like, dunking on the, on the trailer for being so poorly put together, is that Detective Pikachu seems like it's it's not scared to be a Pokemon like movie. Like it embraces the whole thing. Like this is in like the Pokemon world and there are other Pokemon and you know, there are trainers and battler and and there's all this kind of stuff. And the Sonic does like the most like, like nineties, early two thousands as thing I possibly do, which is like, no, he's in the real world and he's an alien or something but but it can be let's in like exclude like like the more like fanciful elements i guess of that like whole thing and i wish i just wish that like that it was like in like weird like techy nature i don't know how else to explain like sonic well we might
1: world. we might get there because at the end of the trailer they do a stinger for a trailer and they show jim carrey like Full robotic, no hair, like full robotic, and he's yeah. like in this. It looks like he's in a weird world with giant mushrooms behind him.
0: It does. Basically, I want like it to look like Speed Racer, you know, but Sonic. <laughs> like that's that's like the vibe that I feel like it it, it it should be. But, um. Yeah, that was a trailer for sure. That was a trailer. Um. I don't know, I don't know if we can top Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I don't think we can.
0: I don't think we can either um yeah so not a lot of games coming next, next month we're going to be playing um some more division we're gonna be playing probably some more apex at some point um days gone rage we'll talk about those things next month if you guys are playing any games you want us to talk about or you want us to check out um email us monthly reset at gmail.com at monthly reset on twitter go to monthlyreset.com to uh check out our website and where the podcasts go up we've been doing if you're listening to this on the talking comics feed we've been doing um game of thrones recap episodes every week and we also did an avengers Endgame review to head over to our monthly reset feed um for those um just search monthly reset on on your podcasts app of choice and i'm and you will find us um you can follow me on twitter at bobby shortle justin at parkley 76 yeah. Um, oh, join our Discord server. I almost forgot. Join our community, discord.com, discord.monthlyreset.com. I'm tired. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> you look exhausted.
0: <laughs> tired of saying these same words that I've said a lot over the last like two hours and a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll be back next month for another episode of Monthly Reset. Until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Until next time, be good to one another.